Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Do you ever feel left out like your friends want to be with someone else instead of you? What if you really needed those friends to help you solve a mystery? Chris and Maria discover an old safe in their grandparents' basement, but no one knows the combination. Who gave the money to build the cross above Mill Valley? Chris and Maria think the answer is inside the old safe. As they follow the clues, Chris learns some important lessons about friendship and jealousy, and about being a Christian. Chapter 1. Secret in the Basement Chris tiptoed down the steps to his grandma's basement. He glanced back several times to make sure he wasn't being followed, and to make sure no one was peeking through the crack by the door to see where he was going. At the bottom of the stairs, Chris checked out the area underneath the steps— It was dark under there, all right, but that was the first place they would look. He had to find a really good place to hide, a place where no one would ever find him. I'm glad only one of the lights works, he thought. The long shadows will help hide me. As he looked around the rest of the basement, Chris shook his head. There's so much stuff here. A bed frame and mattresses were leaning up against a far wall. He thought about crawling behind the box springs to hide. There are too many cobwebs, he decided with a shiver, and that means spiders. Chris glanced at his watch. He was running out of time. He stepped behind old bike parts, folding chairs, and exercise equipment. An old console television sat in a far, dark corner of the basement. Maybe I could hide behind that, Chris thought. At his next step, a cobweb wrapped across his face. Ew, Chris said, brushing it off his face. Pooh, phooey! The sticky web kept hanging on as he shook his hand. That's disgusting, he whispered to himself. Suddenly, the door at the top of the stairs creaked open. Chris slipped quietly in behind the television and held his breath. He heard footsteps coming down the stairs. Then they stopped. Chris? Where are you, Chris? Shh, Yo-Yo, Maria whispered. We want Chris to think he's fooled us. Then he might give away his hiding place. Okay. Chris heard Yo-Yo's whisper and smiled to himself. Maria and Yo-Yo would never think to look for him so far back in the basement. The shadows were a little scary, but it was worth it if Maria and Yo-Yo gave up looking for him. Then he would win their game of hide-and-seek. Something tickled Chris's arm. Whatever it was started moving. It moved really fast, then stopped. Chris felt a chill climb up his spine and go right into his hair, making it stand on end. Ah! he cried, jumping out of his hiding place. I hate spiders! Yo-Yo screamed and hugged Maria with both arms. Chris jumped around in circles, swinging his arms wildly to brush himself off. He looked as if he were doing some sort of Indian war dance. Maria patted Yo-Yo's head. Then she folded her arms. Chris, you should know better than to scare Yo-Yo, she criticized. When Chris finally stopped dancing around, he frowned at Maria. I wasn't trying to scare you or Yo-Yo. I thought I had a spider on me. I was trying to get it off. He knelt down beside Yo-Yo. I'm sorry if I scared you, Yo-Yo, he apologized. Okay, Chris. I'm glad it was you. Yo-Yo gave Chris a big hug. Suddenly, her eyes got big and round. What's that, Quiss? She asked, pointing at something that looked like a big metal box partially covered by a blanket. The blanket had been covering the box until Chris had knocked it off with his spider dance. Chris turned around. I don't know, Yo-Yo. Let's look. Maria folded the blanket off the metal box. It sure is big, she said. What is it for? Chris knelt down. He tried to nudge the box, but it wouldn't budge. Wow, it's heavy, too. Maria uncovered it all the way. Look, there's a dial on the back, Chris. Chris checked it out. That's the front, Maria, he said. Grinning, he looked from Maria to Yo-Yo. 
This is an old, old safe. I wonder whose it is. Probably Grandma and Grandpa's, Maria said. Let's go ask, Crisk suggested, heading for the chairs. Maria ran over and got in front of him. Wait a second, brother. Come here, Yo-Yo, she called. Yo-Yo came over and stood beside her sister. She stood at attention with her hand in Maria's. You can't go back upstairs until you say we won the game, Maria told Chris. Right, Yo-Yo? Why? Yo-Yo agreed. Okay, you two win the game this time, Chris agreed. Now let's go up and ask about the safe. Chris, Maria, and Yo-Yo all burst into the kitchen where Grandma was putting supper on the table. Good, Grandma said. Now I won't have to go call you to come and eat. You're already here. Chris glanced at the vegetable soup and crackers and sandwiches. They looked really good, but suddenly he wasn't hungry anymore. He started to ask about the safe. Grandma? Will you get some glasses out of the cupboard, Chris? Grandma interrupted. Yo-Yo, we need the milk out of the refrigerator, please. Yo-Yo skipped over and got the milk while Chris reached for the glasses. He almost got five. Then he remembered Grandpa would be gone for the evening because he was visiting a sick friend in the hospital. This is great, Maria said as she sat down at the table. I'm glad we get to stay over here when Mom and Dad go out on dates. Yo-Yo pulled herself up into her chair. Me too. Chris set the glasses down and poured Yo-Yo some milk. He handed the milk to Maria, and she poured her own. Chris started to ask about the safe again. Grandma? Let's bow our heads for a blessing on the food, Grandma said. Grandma asked the blessing. When everyone's eyes opened, Maria started talking. Grandma, what's that old safe down in the basement used for? Grandma's face went blank for a moment. What old? She started to ask, but then her eyes lighted up when she remembered. I'd almost forgotten that was down there. You must mean my father's old safe, your great-grandpa's. Is that whose it is? Chris asked. It must be real old. Is that whose it is? Chris asked. It must be real old. Grandma nodded. When your great-grandpa died, we brought it over here and stored it in the basement. It took several men to get it down those stairs. I don't know how we'll ever move it again. Do you store valuable stuff in there? Maria asked. Grandma smiled. No, honey. Grandpa and I don't store anything in that old safe. We don't know the combination, and it would cost a lot of money to have a locksmith open it. Your great-grandpa didn't leave anything valuable in that safe anyway. How do you know? Chris asked. He watched Grandma take a bite of bread. Well, Chris, I guess I don't know for sure that there's nothing in there, but before your great-grandpa died, he kept his important papers and possessions in a safe deposit box down at the bank. Chris barely touched his soup. He was too excited. Already his mind was leaping ahead, imagining what might be hidden in that old safe. Maybe great-grandpa wrote down the combination somewhere, he said. Somewhere where we can find it. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 4, The Missing Combination Mystery, written by Eric Stoffel, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.